0: it's Jill Solo here, just thinking about some shit, like what I used to believe, and I'm thinking really hard about this one. I used to believe that I was completely unworthy. Like, this has come to quite a slap in the face for me, realizing that most of my adult life, I've believed that I am incapable, unworthy, unlovable, un
1: not worthy of anything,
0: actually. When faced with tribulations, a Christian is patted on the back and told to endure to the bitter end. Um, the payment will be grand at the end. You know, it's kind of like the stuff you would say in the middle of a race to somebody. You, Man, we're going to get to the end, you know? Like, that's really encouraging, of course. But the message is flawed in the first place. Like, I feel like at one point in life, someone saw that, yeah, like like the Bible in a way, that knowledge would would make people what, be in heaven? And so they wanted to make them work hard for it. I don't know. It really just doesn't make any sense. Like, how do you go backward, backward, backward to figure out who that asshole is that started this rumor? But still, we're going to step back and wonder, why the fuck did anybody ever tell me or any Christian that we're unworthy? Like, yeah, in a ridiculous, uh, you know, we're, we're unworthy, we're unworthy of, uh, what are those two dudes, Wayne's World or, or Bill and Ted? I'm not sure which. They, they kind of blur from the 90s. But when, when brought to situations where I, I would choose my joy over someone else's joy, I would be flooded with guilt. Because I'm not worthy. I'm still trying to undo a whole lot of this programming in my head. It's 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 agony. Um, you are worthy. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of joy. You are worthy of en- enjoyment. You are worthy of pleasure. We are meant and made with sensors all over our bodies... Why would the being who created all these sensors all over our bodies want us not to use them? You know, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So here I am. I'm in the middle of therapy. I'm sitting there. I'm listening to them talk. Uh, There's a Christian with me at the table. And the therapist says, "Um, yeah, by the way, you guys... You're amazing people, and you deserve joy. And inside my body, I hear, No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I don't deserve joy. I need to work for that. That's in heaven. Well, you know, I have to rewrite these programs that are inside of me. Um, being flooded with the fears that come along with being a Christian and stepping out is pretty scary. So if I'm helping anybody in realizing just the audacity that we had as Christians to believe this stupid bullshit, it's all fantasy. Take your value. Say that you're a chosen child. So give yourself some, some, you know, like you are a chosen generation. You are a worthy people. And then tell them that they're unworthy and that they have to grovel and they have to scratch and scrimp and endure till the very bitter end with all of these people. As if there's just going to be no way to get along with them. So just stay Christian in your little hole with your door shut and uh, Jesus will come and save you in the end. When in all reality, all I had to do was know my worth. And know that I love other people, my neighbors, my, you know, I may not specifically love my neighbor, but I care about them. I I know them when I see them out in public. I, I acknowledge sometimes there's one that I don't, but there's things that that we can do to make life more lovable, more endurable. And one thing would be actually loving life and valuing your own life and feeling that you are worthy and yeah baptism baptism made me worthy Um, daily prayers and daily asking for forgiveness for all of my sins there were days as a homeschool mom with a lot of little kids there were days where I wouldn't feel like I had sinned in the morning, like long stretches, because I'd be hanging out with children, we'd be doing school, we'd be laughing, we'd be dancing, we'd be- and then all of a sudden, there, you know, there's this thought, oh no, I probably should apologize to God for, oh, what have I done, what have I done, what have I done? And, and yeah, it's a running, it's a running program in the head that has been written for me. It is a way of thinking that I never dreamt up. It, it is something that if I were going to write about a god, it, he sure wouldn't have human attitude. He shouldn't be like Thor and, uh, Loki with like, I'm burning with jealousy or I'm furious, I'm coming to get you or I've, prepared a place to destroy and, and make you suffer, like, unworthy, like, like, I wasn't even, there's some Christians that say to you, I wasn't even worth the dust on my feet, or, or, you know, like, like, they're lowly, lowly, lowly bullshit garbage, just not worth any little bit, and Jesus gave them their worth, and... I don't know, it's some kind of self-debasement, it's, it didn't feel natural when I was a child to do it, I remember thinking, like, if God were real, why would He let this bad guy out, Satan, and let him, like, float around in the air and zip into my ears through music, and, and, what's he trying to tell me, and why is he a he, and, so many things so worthiness you are worthy you're worthy of life you're worthy of love you don't have to, you don't have to do a damn thing you just just be you if i were god sorry about that My uh, recording here messed up. If I were God, I would not be slamming my fist around and screaming at my children. I would be doing what I'm doing now. I would be scrambling to create the most peaceful situations for them in their lives. And when there were troubles, I would stand there with them if they need me. Um, but of course I wouldn't reach in and do anything for them, let them figure these things out. I wouldn't intentionally set things in front of them to make them stumble. I wouldn't intentionally cause any kind of harm to happen to them that I can think of. Like, okay, let's see, let's see what happens here. You know, when it's a small thing and it's a little kid, you watch, you see what they do, and then you're there for them. That's what It should be like, but it's not because this world didn't give us a God that's human. This world didn't give us a creator that would be standing there beside us after things happened. This world gave us the parent to do that. The aunties, the uncles, the grandmas, the older sisters and brothers, the friends, the family, the people around them. We are a social network of beings and we need one another, so, like, this God created social beings with sensors. Like, I don't know if there's a God. He created beings with sensors that are all over the body for enjoyment. Like, you itch yourself and it feels good. Itch too long, it hurts. Itch when it doesn't need it, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm just saying shit, I already know, and you already know, but it just seems like, it seems like religion is just created to trap a person. And then I hear from people that no, religion is created to release people. And I remember what kind of releasing it gives to, say, my mom, um all these rules, all these, all these things, all this fantasy was beautiful to her, and it it was exactly what she needed, and it gave her hope, and it gave her back the father she didn't think she had. So, you know, there's good things in it. I think that there was a good intention behind it, but it has turned into something that controls people. It has turned into something that, decides if you'd live or die by money. You know, like the church is in league with the government. The government says, okay, you can do what you want. Well, we're not going to look. But, dot, 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 you know? And, And then the churches are kind of a police of their own. They do things under their own watch when the law is broken oftentimes they take it into their own hands they don't want to bring the outside world in that'll mess it all up when really exposure is exactly what it needs we always need exposure when shit goes down so that we can understand and change for the better and that's for every fucking person not just one religion over another So my little thing is, love yourself. Learn to love yourself if you don't know how to love yourself. There are many steps towards it, and none will lead you wrong. One would be for me, and I don't know if this is possible for everyone, but for me, what I did was I realized my parents, my stepdad, was just not a person that you could love. I swear to you guys, not at all. Um I was able to love him. And as a Christian I walked up to him and I asked him, Do you remember what you know, what it was like when I was a kid? And he said, Oh boy, do I ever and I said, Well, I forgive you for for hurting me so much. And he looked up at me and he said, with his Christian knowledge, Oh really? Well I forgive you. I was a child. And so now I realize with deep clarity that it is the human mind in the human judgment of the human God of the human church that I have stepped away from and I will not adhere to its bullshit anymore. (laughs) Um, I took the love that I was able to aim at my stepdad I looked at it and I thought, this is being wasted. I remembered the Bible verse. <laughs> Thank you, Bible. Don't throw your pearls before swine. I heard it. It came out into my mind like it was pearls thrown on the floor of my mind. Go Don't throw your pearls before swine. And my stepdad turned into a swine in my mind. Why is this, you know, why is this fantasy less real than the Jesus and God. Sorry, Jesus was a real man, but the God fantasy, you know? So I decided, you know, I've got this love that I'm able to aim. I was able to aim it onto my husband of 22 years who we we were both rebounding. We both got married on the rebound. Uh, we weren't in love with each other. I did the best with what I could, and he did for a little while. So, he, it's just, if I could love people like that, if I could love unlovables, I let a horrible man into my life last year. Or, ah, it's a new year. The year before. And that person destroyed my family for a while, and I continued to love them anyway. If I could love unlovable people? What if I took that love and aimed it in, aimed it inward? Instead of judging myself so harshly when I screw up, I'm going to start saying, hey, that was a good try. Instead of beating myself up when I stayed in bed too late and I've done nothing and I'm, you know, just instead of beating the shit out of myself because I'm not a good daughter. Um and all the excuses as to why I'm not a good daughter, I can realize that I've loved enough and I need to send some love in and be more forgiving of myself and be more giving to me. Like I let people mess up all around me and I forgive them. Why can't I forgive me? I am worthy and I am a beautiful person. My children are my biggest fans. I didn't even realize I had fans. My children are my fans. Dude. I kept thinking about how I was their biggest fan. And it's the other way around. As a parent, we're freaking awesome. Awesome situations. Kids are amazing. Yeah, they're bothersome, they're tiresome, da-da-da-da-da. They're fresh. They're alive. Their computer programs are just barely written. You know, seven years of writing it up from zero to seven, man. Like, when they're that young, they're just so amazing. They are so powerful in love. They are so powerful in everything. And when I think about how at eight years old, going into nine years old, how we my ba- my parents brought us into the church um a lot of my world became very frightened and small and i don't want to do that to my kids i want them to have wide open branching out no mistakes don't matter mistakes are great learn your lessons move on move on i want this good stuff for my kids and so don't believe that lie anymore love yourself turn it in push it all on yourself be more forgiving be more gracious we give ourselves what one day to uh, party because we did something cool or maybe what one out to eat or one chocolate because we did something good how about like we do when we mourn we mourn for a week We mourn for a month. We mourn for years. Why is it okay to mourn for a long time, but not okay to party and be rejoiceful? I'm going to jack this shit up and party it off. Have a great new year. And don't believe those lies anymore. This is Jill Solo. I'm out.
1: Is the Earth downloading our information, processing it, and sending out new souls to discover more? Is the Earth still having sex with itself and masturbating? Is the Earth ever going to be finished playing with itself? Find out next time on I Believe What? Hey, I'm Jill Solo, and I have a friend here that I want to introduce. Her name is Alexis. She is the Dolly Mama. Hey. Yep, that's me. Um, also Jill Solo, but also the Dolly Mama. My name, Alexis. I am a mom to eight, and I used to believe some really crazy shit, and now I believe some more crazy shit. You can come over to my website. It's the hyphen dolly D-A-L-A-I, Mama, M-O-M-M-A dot com. Um, I'm working the kinks out, getting that website up and running. And I'd love for you to come on by, look at my blog, um, leave some some comments, uh, share some posts if you like what I write. Um, look at the pictures for my new book. Give me some feedback if you'd like to send in some submissions for both. I, I also have a podcast, The Dolly Mama. So you could also give me some suggestions that you'd like me to address on the, on the show. And I'm going to also put this into my website that eventually when I get that page running. First, I've got to get the other parts running. Um, so, yeah, come on over. Uh, you can also find a link to support us on Patreon. Um, that would be awesome. Give freely, guys. Remember, I said, we need to give freely. All right, Jill, stop. Okay, so yeah, and you guys come on out to my site. I would love to see you and namaste all of you.